0: Awesome with Allison and Eric too. (laughs) I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, my husband and yours. Mr. Eric Robertson.
1: I'm reading a review. Already? And someone was super stoked on my meditation.
0: Okay. Couldn't even wait till the end. People well, talking about you well, this and it's is what ha- all I mean, about you. Yeah, it
1: is all about me. Finally. <laughs> 2023, here we are. Year of Eric. Finally.
0: <laughs> Do you want to read it?
1: Read it. Yeah, I'll read it now. Let's read it. Okay, this is from crh48 they say i was chilling letting the pleasant chatter of the podcast keep me company Mm. as i wound down and got ready to to go to sleep
2: Mm.
1: when eric's luscious baritone startled the heck out of me
2: i'm
0: it is luscious baritone his delivery
1: is everything a meditation should be but seldom is Mm. i sailed away on a cloud of tranquility what a cool surprise thanks eric Thank you.
0: We are going to send you my I'm Doing Awesome Gratitude Journal whatever, C-R-H-W-Z-P-X, just shoot us an email to uh, heygirl at show.com. That's Allison with one L. And thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is episode 172. Let's get back to basics. And in this podcast episode, if you are feeling overrun, if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling just kind of like lackluster, like, you know, there's not much there. Or if you're kind of like crushing it and you've got all these ideas and you've got a lot going on, regardless of which end of the spectrum you're falling at, I think you're going to find some really good nuggets in this episode. And I'm going to share some of the things that I have been sharing with the people that I'm having my one-on-one power hour sessions with. So I opened those up. I had like 30 odd spots. I closed them down. I'm finishing those up this Week, I'm taking like a little bit of time off, and then really soon we're going to be opening those spots back up and we're going to be offering them through my newsletter first. So, if you aren't signed up for that and that is something you're interested in, the spots went really quickly last time. I think they'll go quickly this time. Yeah. And the reason I bring this up is like, yeah, of course, sign up for the power hours. That's great. I would love that. But so many of the people who sign up for the power hours, I think the number one thing that they have in common is that they listen to the podcast. I can only think of, I've talked to like 30 odd people at this point, and I can only think of a couple of people who have not said, I listened to the podcast, or I've listened to the podcast, or here's this experience I had with the podcast. This is what I love so much, is that the podcast is like a conversation that Eric and I get to have with you. I've never really had this experience before where now I get to talk in depth with people who are like on the other side of the conversation. Yeah, And it is the best like it just means so much and i'm just so grateful that you're here i'm so grateful that you're a part of this conversation that you're a part of the community that you're a part you know, having a life where being like feeling and knowing that you're awesome is important to you.
1: You are literally on cloud 28,009 when you get done with these calls. You're so I happy. Am.
0: I am. No
1: matter how you feel going in, it's oh, I guaranteed.
0: So horrible yesterday. Like I literally was like, there was no point to anything. Everything is meaningless. But I, st- I knew that I would be fine during the calls. In the past, that might have like stressed me out. And somebody actually asked me, they're like, does it stress you out when you're not in the headspace to do the calls? I was thinking about it and I'm like, it would have used to stress me out. So like what has changed? The number one thing that I think has changed, I'm doing the work. Meaning, when I show up to the calls, I don't expect myself to be in a perfect mood. I don't expect myself to have all of these answers. I don't expect myself to just be in this like enlightened Zen like state where I'm just like, you know, some person, some ideal version of myself. I show up knowing that the tools I'm talking about and the work I'm talking about, the ideas that I'm sharing with people, well, it's all rooted in unconditional love and compassion. That's the number one thing. So I have to and choose to give that to myself when I show up. So that is me, quote unquote, doing the work. And also I'm practicing what I preach. So even if I'm in that headspace where I'm like, all of this is pointless, I share with the person, I actually feel just like you do right now. Here's what I am doing, right? So it's never this like, I have all the answers and I know something you don't know. It's like, hey, we're returning to true, true principles. We're, we're getting some outside perspective. I just thought that was, it was a cool question and it was like a cool answer that I realized that it was where it's like, when I am living what I teach, and practicing the things I practice, I'm not so worried anymore about, you know, people thinking I'm an authority or having all of the answers or like how I'm being perceived. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's very liberating. And I think that's one of the reasons I get off these phone calls and I'm just like, Wee!
1: <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying that it sounds to me like the biggest change is you're not bringing expectations for yourself into the call. You're just like coming and bringing yourself.
0: Yeah, I guess it is expectations because the expectation isn't that I'm going to show up in some perfect way.
1: Yeah. That's so liberating to it know is. that you're flawed and you're going to walk in and you're going to be present and do your best. That's so much better than being like the yeah. outcome is going to be this person's going to be blown away because of what I said and yeah. I'm going to I'm going to make their life so much better. That, that would just put so much pressure. It's,
0: well, and that's how I've approached everything in my entire yeah, life. So that's, that's would until ex- now. Until now. So that would explain why this feels so different. And so when I'm talking about getting back to basics, I kind of have five basics to get back to. And this is actually perfectly brings up the first one. And this is kind of the format that all of the conversations have taken. And it is there is awareness and then intention. So here's why this is very basic. When you have awareness, when you're able to see something clearly, the intention that you are going to set, maybe it's a checklist that's an like I'm going to a task that's an intention or a step I'm going to take towards my business goal, whatever it is, that intention is Coming from the heart, it's coming from what is best to expand you and grow you in a compassionate way when it is set from like a true clear awareness. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm talking to someone and it's like, oh, there's a ton of awareness. They've done this work this way and that way. And they show up and they're, and I talk to them for like maybe five, 10 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, we've got the awareness we need on this. And then we might start talking about, okay, now that we have this awareness, what's the intention? So somebody's like, I want to get more business clients and I talk to them and it takes maybe 30, 40 minutes to have the awareness that they are just working themselves to the bone and they really don't have the capacity for any more clients. Well, that completely changes the intention. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I won't even start to tell anybody anything until we're locked in the awareness of like what is actually going on right now.
1: And that's the point of this episode is getting back to the basics. Yes.
0: Okay. So we're getting back to the basics. And part of what has helped me get back to the basics is this kind of format of awareness, then intention. Mm. Because what happens is the momentum of action and the momentum of getting things done would lead us to believe that in order to feel better, I just need to keep doing things. Mm -hmm. But awareness actually requires pausing, taking a moment, maybe having a conversation with somebody and really looking at what is motivating you, what is pushing you, forward? Do you want to do one-on-one coaching because somebody told you? Do you want to do more speaking because you figured it would be a good way to make money? Okay, that's that's all noble and fine, but maybe actually the awareness is you want to do public speaking because you want to be validated as an authority. So then the intention that gets set once you have that awareness is going to be much more compassionate and fruitful if it's coming from, okay, well, I'm not actually going to get validated as an authority by speaking. Like, that's not, I'm going to get the job and I'm still not going to feel valid. Do you see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So it's kind of just been this really cool format and this cool pattern that I've watched arrive and I, and I say it to people. So maybe just grab that, take that as awareness and then intention. And so much of what I have found is that the awareness that we land on is you're already doing the thing. That That is it 95% of the time. They're like, well, I want to inspire people. I want to be a good citizen. I want to do this. And like, we talk about their life and I'm like, good news. Is you're already doing it you're already awesome <laughs> okay talking about getting back to basics if you're feeling away right now and and it has been really really a hard transition for me to come from being sick being offline launching the book doing all the book stuff and now I work from home I don't have all the book launch stuff I have three kids in school full-time I don't have an office space I don't have employees. What is the point of existence? And I mean, it's a, it's a really, it's been a transition. It's been a big, big transition. And so I have been thinking a lot about routines. So when, when you want to get back to basics, start examining your routines. Now, by examining my routines, I have been trying to impose routines that used to work for me that no longer work for me. <laughs> Which has led to, you know, trying to run a marathon too quickly or trying to do a 45-minute workout class when, like, I haven't been working out in a year, right? I'm kind of pushing myself by looking at old routines that worked and trying to, like, recreate them. This used to work for me, so it should work for me now. And so, then what I did is kind of looked at routines in a broader sense where I've really been having a hard time, you know, getting my sleeping regular. And then the sleeping leads to exercising and like that whole cycle of things. What I realized today was I can think of so many times when I was really happy having an exercise routine, but there's lots of different exercise routines that have made me happy. So, like after I had babies, I did this like one woman's like workout tapes. And I just really loved her like postnatal boot camp workout tapes. Do you remember? remember. And like that, that Lindsay, someone. Lindsay uh, Bryn, I think it was. Yeah. And I just really liked, they were really gentle, but like I liked working out and I would do them at home. You'd
1: wear camo. Yeah, they'd
0: wear camo and it was a whole thing. And then when I was in high school, I really liked Billy Blank's workout tapes. Tybo. Tybo. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking about that and I saw on Netflix at the beginning of the new year, Nike put some of their like workout workout things on there and this morning I woke up and I didn't get good sleep and you know I'm feeling all tired and I was like you know what I'm gonna do a 20 minute workout and they are 20 minutes they're just 20 minutes long and so Eric came home from his run and I was like I'm just doing this 20 minute workout in my living room. It was so great. And afterwards, I was like, I should go for a walk and I should do this and I should do that. And I was like, I'm gonna keep myself wanting more, right? So it was interesting because examining my routines at first was kind of like this harsh, like, oh, I need to you know, do this and this and this and it has to look this way to get this result. And then when I kind of like took a step out further, it's like, what routines in my life have brought me joy? Like, what consistent things that I do bring me joy? And I was like, oh, this actually can look a different way. So just looking at your routines Asking how they serve you, maybe you're in need of a new routine, maybe a routine that used to be working for you isn't working for you anymore. Just when you are feeling on shaky ground of any type, getting back to the basics, checking out those routines. That is the second idea I have for getting back to the basics. The third one has to do with routines, but a question I find myself asking people a lot that leads to a lot of awareness, a lot of insight, and a lot of kind of revelation is what are your spiritual practices? Now, here's, here's how I want to preface this. I am not talking about religion. Religion, great. We can have a conversation about religion. What I mean by spiritual practice is how are you taking time throughout the day, throughout your week to connect to the frequency of your heart, of your spirit, not just your the organ that is your brain. How are you taking time to remember that you are part of the planet, part of the universe, that you are connected to the whole? And how are you taking time to surrender or notice how you're not surrendering to the seasons and like the actual like period of time that we are in at this moment. So Brene Brown talks about spirituality essentially being you're connected to something that is bigger than yourself, whether that is the world at large, whether it's your community, whether it's God, the earth, Mother Nature. So for me, a spiritual practice is maybe gonna look like gratitude. It might be reading some scripture or reading some motivational quotes. Um, I really like a book called Jesus Calling i i like jesus so that works for me if if it's a non-non-denominational 365 devotion book i've been enjoying that but also part of my spiritual practice is i've started implementing some journaling i'm gonna recommend um this is the thing that got me thinking of routines is my friend who does these books called 52 lists she had a list where you like listed out your routines And that's what got me thinking, like, that bigger picture. And so I've just been inviting myself into a few more spiritual practices and really letting those, like, be getting back to basics. And so when I'm talking to people who are feeling, you know, really burned out or overrun, how I will say a spiritual practice could look for them is listen to one of Eric's songs from his albums just in the morning before you get out of bed and let that just be a meditation or listen to that meditation that Eric posted on the last episode or join Awesome On Demand, which is still on sale right now. And I have dozens and dozens and dozens of guided meditations. You can find free guided meditations on Spotify. We have them on the podcast, like, or just listen to a song, like a pop song, like listen to Miley Cyrus's new Flowers song. I love that freaking song, right? Like listen to something that connects you. It doesn't have to be this like head Heavy meditation session. It can still be a spiritual practice if you're just taking time to connect. What kind of spiritual practices are working for you right now?
1: Hmm. You know, I love my runs in the morning. That is, a and that very, is a very
0: fit spiritual practice as well. B-
1: because I try to really be in my body and mm. feel all the cold air and feel all the senses, and it really just like
0: I love that. It
1: brings me back, and then I come home and do read. I read just a, I'm always reading a couple different books. Yeah, reading and prayer. Those are that's that's the uh, that's my morning.
0: I love that, and because I'm getting back to basics, a couple of things that have really helped me recently are my uh, Year of Awesome calendar. I printed those. I hung one in my room. I look at the challenges and like I wrote those so many years ago and they're so relevant and simple and like in January we're focusing on enthusiasm and so last week the challenge was to find the fun and that was it was a really inspiring good challenge and the other thing that I did is I got my I'm doing awesome gratitude journal out and I was like oh my gosh this is it because the reason I had it out is because I was flipping through it to show some mantras to one of my power hour people to find pick a mantra that like felt good to her. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And I started filling it out and I just really helped set an intention for the day. Cool. Like, yeah. uh, and that's, you know, the, I'm doing awesome gratitude journal that I have and it's on sale right now as well. Um, We'll link to all of this in the show notes. It has you set an intention for the day Mm -hmm. and it gives, but it gives you a little thought nugget. So it gives your brain something to like marinate on. So you're not just like pulling from, you know, the air. Yeah. So I love that. Okay. Something else that I did that I have shown like 15 people, this is number four, is I made, and this is back to basics. I made, uh, things I feel like I should do and things I want to do list. And
1: what, what section was longer?
0: Uh, should. And I was, I was really focusing on work, right? It's Allison sitting at her desk trying to decide like how she wants to proceed moving forward with her life. Uh, and so this is what I wrote on my should list. I should sell my book, sell Awesome On Demand, do the podcast. That was on the should. And on the want list was do craft nights. <laughs> like do a craft night. And I bring this up because Even like making the list, it's like, I like doing the podcast, but it's also sometimes it's like, we should do the podcast. It would be good to do the podcast, Mm -hmm. you know? But like, after I did the list, I was like, okay, I really want to do a craft night. And I'm, I'm, I'm figuring that out. I'm working on that. But also like, I don't know, it matters what you want to do and to just notice the things like that kind of feel like a drag because you're framing them as should. And so even like the podcast, I was like, well... I've been talking to all of these people and I'm actually really pumped on the podcast right now. Like I really, really am like happy and excited and just so grateful. I'm so grateful that we have this podcast that anybody freaking listens to.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah.
0: special. It's really special and I'm really appreciating it right now. So like the fact that I was even, you know, I had the awareness that I'm thinking of the podcast this way. So now I'm going to set an intention of thinking about it in a different way to get myself excited about it. Yeah. You know, so that awareness is intention pattern shows up again and that's why I shared it because you guys are going to freaking love it. When you're trying to make a decision, when you're having a conversation, like when you're talking to your kid or you're talking to your partner or friend and like they're trying to work something out, try that. Because, like, understanding that you're trying to get some awareness around it, people are like, this feels random. I don't know why I'm saying this. And I'm like, we're just getting to some cool awareness. So let yourself wander. Let your mind doodle, in other words. Like, let it kind of get a warm-up going before you just move into, like, intention, setting goals, and right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So making a should slash want list could be really helpful for getting back to basics, just getting to clearing out the clutter, because you might realize you're putting all this stuff on your should list, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't actually feel like I should do that. You just get to cross it off. Mm-hmm. And that will help prepare you for my fifth idea for getting back to basics. I can't wait
1: for number five.
0: Which is more fun, more, more fun, fun, more fun, oh, like more it. joy, more fun, I more love fun. This.
1: Wait, more fun? More fun. I- I'll take more fun.
0: Fun oh, so many people that I have talked to are shocked that like what I do is just figure out a way for them to have more fun. That's what we do in the conversation. They like think they're gonna talk about a business plan and then we're like, how can we get more fun into your life? Because it really is something that you, it's like you feel silly or maybe stupid that you're like planning it or scheduling it or working for it. You're like, fun should just be a byproduct. And it's like, that's not the truth of adult life.
1: Yeah, it's not. I'm thinking about it right now. And Mm -hmm. you and I didn't talk about any of these before. uh -uh. I showed
0: up on fire.
1: Yeah, you're just hitting me with all this stuff.
0: Yeah, react. Fun
1: is... Respond. Man, fun is so undervalued. Yes. It really is. And if you think about a kid's life, that's like their whole thing. Is they're just like doing what they can to have fun.
0: Yeah, play. And
1: they seem to enjoy their life pretty well.
0: And, you know, I've been down a little bit. And the last couple nights, you'll just start showing me, like, funny videos on the internet.
1: Oh, my f- my friend Elaine sends me. Yeah. She just curates posts. She doesn't even expect me to reply. She no. just, every night, or every day. Every day, she sends them. Almost every day, she sends me at least, like, seven just funny Instagrams. And that's... That's what's great is I haven't really gone on Instagram for myself. I just look forward to go see what she sent me. And that's what we look at laugh at, at night.
0: Yes. And yeah. so Eric shows me these videos and I just think they're so funny. We look at like cats doing funny things. Like we've been having a lot of fun with our pets,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like just really enjoying our freaking four cats because now the kittens are six months old and it's, we have four cats in our mm-hmm. house. We're a four cat family. And it's like you walk somewhere and there's just like a cat lurking in a corner. And you're like, there are freaking cats
2: everywhere.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Now that I'm thinking about this, I have a lot of fun in my life. I think I do a good job of having fun. I have a lot of fun hobbies and friends that I do stuff with. After you do something fun, you always sleep better. Mm. You do. After you have fun, you're just, the stress is gone and your life. I mean, that's what's life for if not to enjoy it? Even well, even during really, really stressful times, some fun in there is like gotta be essential. It has to be essential.
0: And the reason why fun is very easy to snip out mm-hmm. is because it does require capacity. It does. It requires and capacity is time, space, and it also requires you to prioritize your own well being.
1: Yeah. I, I can I can look back now and, and think, oh, I shouldn't have fun because fun's not making money. I'm sure that a lot of people like think when, that way.
0: When you said, I'm really good at having fun, I think that's true. But I can also think of periods of time yeah. that you haven't prioritized having fun and the general... And those are periods of time when, like, you've been maybe really into the news cycle, mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. and working on your site. And, like, every free minute is, like, you're uploading mm-hmm. stuff to your site, making content for your site, brainstorming ideas for your site, when you were really stressed about money.
1: You're, you're 100% right. right. The, yeah. and,
0: and Well, I only bring that up because that is when fun takes a hit when you're stressed about money, when you're stressed about finances, when you're stressed.
1: Yeah. that That's how I know yeah. that argument is like, I can't have fun because it's not making money.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's a really bad thought.
0: I wouldn't call it a bad thought. I would ask, has that thought been working out for you?
1: No. That,
0: would- right? And, and And I say that because even right there, oh, that's a bad thought. This is like this way of like self-policing that is no fun. So that makes self-improvement no fun. It makes choosing better thoughts no fun. So bringing in that self-compassion when it comes to this type of work and the work that I do, um, I, I remind myself often, like one of my unique value propositions, right? If we're gonna go all brand school, Allison, and put on that hat for a moment, like one of my unique value propositions is that I have fun. So whether I'm doing personal development or whether I'm talking about manifesting, whether I'm talking about spiritual stuff, whether I am talking about building a brand, we are going to have fun. And that is a a business promise. That is like something that is inherent to my nature. Just because it's inherent to my nature doesn't mean it doesn't easily get squashed out by getting stressed and worried about things. Mm -hmm. So during this time where I'm in great transition and not figuring things out, but allowing myself to transition. So there's a difference between figuring something out. And that's one of the focuses in my book is I don't have to figure anything out and this is what it looks like in practice is I'm allowing myself to be in transition. And part of being in transition for me, one of the anchors is finding the fun, Mm -hmm. which is why that should slash want list was so important. Because I was like, if all I want to do, if like the thing that's getting me through the day is that I'm going to go buy myself knitting needles and teach myself to knit this weekend. Like if that is the thing, that's important. Mm -hmm. It really is important. And it is worth... just like you would spend money on medicine or healthy food spending some money spending some time spending some resources on you having fun in your relationships is huge with your kids with your partner with with the people in your family even
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and so i've been playing more games i bought a 30th anniversary edition of Scategories, and i love playing it and why do i love playing it Cause you're good at it. Cause I'm really good at it, and I beat everybody. And it turns out I'm like ruthlessly competitive.
1: It doesn't turn out you've <laughs> you've always been ruthlessly competitive.
0: <laughs> Eric won't play Monopoly with me. It's so sad. Okay, so I'll go over those. Let's get back to basics. Let's just like you know we talk about a lot of deep concepts and lots, It's all great. But at the end of the day, we don't have to make life and feeling as awesome as we are that complicated. Here's some of the basics. Number one, that format of awareness and then intention. Number two, just looking at your routines, asking how they serve you. Number three, like let's get back to the, what are your spiritual practices? How can you simplify that? Is that something that's missing from your life? Making a should versus want list. And, and like I did, I just made it in the area of business for me, like what I felt like doing in my business for that day. You could do it any way you want. And then just five, finding the fun, finding the fun, finding the joy, remembering how much that matters. Joy and fun are the fuel of life. They are the fuel of curiosity. I think curiosity is actually maybe the fuel of fun. Like like when you're curious, you're, you're inquisitive, you're letting go, you're ready to play, you're ready to explore, you're letting go of expectations. And so that's the other thing too is I show up to the, the calls with a lot of curiosity. I'm just excited to see where it goes and then it's really fun. And that's one of the reasons I have so much fun is because... I really see my only job is showing up and just finding all of the easy reasons, because it's always easy. All of the reasons why the person I'm talking to is just so freaking incredible. Because people are, anybody you talk to and like really talk to, Mm -hmm. I mean, people are awesome. Yeah. They really, they really are. They are. I like people. I do. I like
1: people. (laughs) You also like cats.
0: I do. I love the freaking cat oh my gosh you know what's fun for me my romance fantasy novels those are really fun that is something that brings a lot of fun in my life I know
1: I'm so happy for you
0: okay I think we're done I hope this has been beneficial for you guys (laughs) we'll wrap it up Eric looks bored he positioned the chairs differently so instead of me looking at the back of his head I'm looking at his face and I feel like I have to be so much more engaging mm. in the conversation. Like they give an
1: expect, expectation to perform?
0: Well, it's not even perform. <laughs> yeah, it's you. It's like you sitting there all chill, like with your arms crossed, like entertain me.
1: I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I like this new setup. You look good today.
0: Thanks. Uh, I like it too. We've already done our review. We did our review, so I am doing something really cool I wanted to tell you guys about that I think will be fun. I am part of this online conference called Manifesting Magic, and my friend Sadie Jane is doing it. And it is all about, let's see, I'm going to look at our sales page. It's come sit at the table with entrepreneurial women living their dream life unapologetically so you can do the same. Isn't that fun? And I am one of like 12 speakers. And how it works is it's on Saturday the 28th, I believe. So it's coming up. I will do a link because it's an affiliate link. So if you're going to sign up, sign up with my link so I get the affiliate. But there are 12 super, super incredible teachers talking about different topics, and then you will have access to those topics. It's unteachable. So it's like indefinitely. So some of the topics we're going to be talking about these 45 minute like keynotes, but also they're interactive. There's Q&A and it's so this girl, let's see, Kinsey Madsen is get out of your own way. Um, Aisha is talking about cosmic success. Liz Hayes, you are Miss Magic. Another Aisha, the Oath Oracle becoming magnetic. I love this title of this one. Use your voice even if it shakes.
2: Mm, that's, yeah, that's a good, good
0: title. Um, and then I am speaking on embrace, Embracing Your Awesome Shadow Self. And I am so excited. I wanted to t- call it like your inner evil queen, and or I was going to call it All My Dreams Are Dead. I had a lot of really good titles, but we landed on Embracing Your Shadow Self. And that has been the number one thing in healing for me. And I, I have not talked about it anywhere yet. So I'm very, very excited to get to talk about it in this setting with this group. And it's a really, really affordable price. I think it's like about $100 for this whole conference. You'll have lifetime access to it, but that's just for a certain amount of time. So I'm gonna link to that because I would love to have some of my people uh, with me. And we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's called Manifesting Magic. We read a review. You're cute, I'm cute. We st- I talked about a lot of my products.
1: I think we did everything.
0: I mean, we gave five tips for getting back to basics. Anything else?
1: No, just enjoy your life. Yeah. We're, we're, we are your friends.
0: Yeah. And if you are feeling how I've been feeling, where you're like, what is the point? Like, all I do is just live to fight another day. And that's how I really have been feeling for a while, is like, just live to fight another day. Okay. Okay slowly and not because I figured it out and not because I did some huge thing but really just by getting back to basics that's what I started doing is I really just was like okay that I don't want to do I don't want to feel this crappy anymore like what what would I tell someone else to do <laughs> you know mm-hmm. in in a really easy way and I started focusing on getting back to basics and I woke up this morning and I just didn't feel as hopeless it just didn't seem pointless to do the stupid fun things that I think are fun to do. And yesterday it all seemed so pointless. And then today I was like making a video about getting ready and it was so dumb. And I was like, I am so funny. This is hysterical. There is meaning in life once again. (laughs) So I hope that you can use these tools to just, you know, come back to yourself, to come home and remember that only you can be you and you are already as awesome as you need to be. Let's just get you feeling it. Let's just get you feeling it. And speaking of feeling it, baby boy, you got a song for us?
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's been on the podcast before, but I don't care. Let's do a fun pump-up song. This is from New Shack, my band. Whee! It's called Bitmap.
2: Wee!